What's going on, everybody? Six Pod, Jacob, Simon. Fantastic to be with you again. Jacob, it's been a, a week and a half, two weeks, week and a half? It's been, it's been two weeks since you recorded, but it's only yeah. been like a week or so since we posted. Yeah. And we'll have to apologize. We did record that uh, episode a week before we released it. So it was a little bit outdated. Some of our takes were probably questionable at that time. Uh, we apologize. We didn't have the information yet, but uh, we got a fresh well, one out here. it's been since our last episode. Yeah. A lot has changed mm-hmm. significantly mm-hmm. Um, with the outcome of the Jays season. <laughs> our last episode, we were talking about kind of recapping where things went wrong, how you know, we could have improved, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, without saying it directly, we were implying that the season was kind of over. And wow, that that take was completely incorrect. These past two weeks have been crazy for yeah. the I Jays. I think it's and now, I guess, Jacob. 20 of 25. I think that's what we're at right now. Last 20 of 25. No, 20 of 24. My bad. 19 out of 24. Took me a while. Okay. 19 out of the last 24. Still really solid. But yeah, we were. And we some character wins yeah. it within that series. Mm-hmm. Um, Big series, too. Like, I think we missed that yeah, Yankee series, right? And I think sweet. we missed the um, that race series that we won, too, which were both huge, right? So, yeah, well. How are you doing? How was uh how was the start of school? How's all that going before we get into the rest? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Um I don't know about you, but no matter like how hard I try to prepare, be super proactive, really really try to get off to a fantastic start. Just the first couple of weeks of September are just always just like super super hectic. Um, just with courses and jobs and, and things starting. And you're doing all of that too, plus being a varsity athlete. How has your September been so far? Yeah, like same boat as you. Lots going on, like you said. We got full-time school. We're both, I think we're both working. And yeah, baseball is every day too. So it's been, it's been uh, fun to get back into the swing of things though, right? Especially like this is kind of the first fall we've had in a while where we can really start to get into things. I'm on campus for all my classes. I'm in person for, I'm playing games or traveling to road games, things like that. So it's feels like a, like a fresh start that we haven't had in a while. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. And well, now you're, you're not a, a, a sophomore or a rookie anymore so it's kind of uh kind of crazy to the western ball team but yeah yeah um so Jacob, let, let's break this down um since our, our last episode the jays are now as of right now <laughs> um maybe when you're listening to this this the standings have changed change and probably they could be uh, the AL wildcard is super tight uh, with the race, but as of this moment, the Jays are in a wildcard spot. They are, I think, a half a game up 
one and a half. One and a half. Sorry, Yankees. they're half a game up at the Yankees, but yeah, they're one and a half back of Boston. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. So no one saw this coming to like I I, I don't think words can describe how hot this team has been uh these past two two weeks, two two weeks and a bit. Mm. And and it's creating some 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 noise around the league. Um you know, teams are are starting to realize just how offensively dominant this Jays team is, and and a force to be reckoned with. Where are you at in the comfortability of the standings? Obviously, they are super tight, so that is granted. Mm-hmm. Um, but with only like eleven games, twelve games left. How confident are you that the Jays are going to be able to pull this off? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely pretty pretty stressful. I would I wouldn't say I'm I'm very comfortable with our position, even though we are in the wild card spot. If you look at if you look at New York, though, they do have a bit of a harder schedule than we do. We face them in a series, but they also have the Rays and the Red Sox, whereas we only have the Yankees, Twins, and Orioles. So. I'm a little more confident in our schedule going forward. However, I just know, I just, I just have this feeling, Simon, that the Yankees are going to get hot. I just have a feeling it's going to be right to the last big two games. I don't know why I have that feeling, but I just, I don't, I don't think the Jays are going to be like through the woods in a couple days. I think it's going to be all the way to the end, which, which is exciting, which you like, at least we're playing meaningful baseball in September, right? Because when we and, go back to like our, our preseason kind of talk, like we were fairly certain they'd be playing October baseball. But then halfway through the season, I think we were like, I don't quite know if this is like a playoff team based on the bullpen, uh, the back end of the starting pitching. And now, Simon, I think I think we're forced to be reckoned with, like you said. So not super, not super sure we're out of the woods, but I definitely, definitely think uh, – I definitely think we're up there. So how about you? What are you, how can you not be stressed? But are you, are you saying like lock it in right now? We're there. Or are you saying, no, need to wait no. Out? Yeah. You and I have similar kind of uh, perceptions of where the Jays stand. I, I don't think the Jays are going to run away with this. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think like we're that good of a team that can that can do that. Um, but you know, talk to me a month ago, and you know, say that we would be in this position right now. I wouldn't have believed you. So yeah. who knows? Um, but I, I do think it's uh, great that we do have an easier schedule compared to the Yankees. What? Um, What's the Red Sox's schedule coming down the stretch here? That's a good question. I haven't really focused as much on the Red Sox. Um, it feels like, I don't know, for me, like I just kind of feel like they're in that spot, but you never know, right? So I could totally be eating my words. But yeah, they have the Yankees, Orioles, and Nationals. So they're kind of like us where they have one pretty tough series and then two more or less should win series. Um, but yeah, you never know. You never know. But even, man, like, the Athletics aren't out of it yet, Simon. The Athletics are two games out. That's that's 
that's really close realistically right like that's that's considered part of the race and and while there is the, you know three teams ahead of them it's it could it could very well be the athletics in there in that mix too simon right so nothing would make me happier than a full-blown yankees collapse oh nothing yeah and i mean everyone loves to hate the yankees so if there is a team i want not to see it's the yankees make the playoffs but at the same time i think a one game series against the yankees might be more doable than a one game series against the red Sox. however that's largely dependent on on both teams pitching yeah i was gonna say mostly on garrett cole's ability at the time because he's obviously if the yankees get that he's getting it and if the red sox get it it's chris sale so either way you're looking at a stud on the mound and uh it just kind of you know depends on how that person's how that person's throwing because if if one of those guys is on simon it's it's rough for us and i think i think the jays have robbie ray and as good a season Robbie Ray has, like when it comes to one game, like I think we are losing the starting pitching battle between either of those teams. And again, Robbie Ray's had an outstanding season. I'm not taking away. Like I think he should win Cy Young for sure. But in a one game series, in a winner take all one game, I don't know if he's a better prospect to have than Garrett Cole or Chris Sale, who have been dominant for more than one year, right? And have proven that they can have a game where they go nine innings three hits no runs like more than once a season so yeah i don't want to start getting all gloomy i felt like that was a bit of a dive but um yeah man i'm like who do you want to see kind of got me sad now who do you want to see in the wild card game um this is gonna sound like super cocky and i'm not trying to be cocky here but like i'm not really worried about like any team and the reason why and the reason why is just because of the type of wins that we've been able to get right like just for example tonight we're recording this at 10 40 p.m jays just beat the rays Man, we issued eleven walks tonight. Yeah, Manoa. Eleven just, yeah. walks and and limited the race to two runs. Right, and so like the, I I feel like we find like we we win games in in different ways, and that was a problem with this team in this like in like the dead dog days of summer in july and july and uh, late july early august yeah, right yeah. where we couldn't come back from games we would maybe score early in a, in, a, in a game and then um wouldn't be able to generate offense later on in the in later in innings and as of recent it, yeah. exactly exactly right and so then there's there's been there's, there's been crazy wins right these crazy comeback wins the athletic comeback comes to mind um but yeah, I don't think I'm like really concerned about picking a team. I I think the best I think the best option would would be the Yankees. I agree, um, but that just 
goes to show my confidence in this team. If I'm yeah. saying, yeah, I'd rather face the Yankees than um, yeah, any other team. Yeah, and and obviously, I like we obviously think we have the best lineup. Like, I think our lineup is, and I'm not I'm not even saying like top three anymore. I'm saying it's number one. Don't care, Dodgers fans. Not sure if you guys listen, but it's not you. Your fans, it's not you. I don't think it's particularly close either. Like, especially since we didn't, aside from George Springer, these guys were like more or less picking up like one year pickups. These guys were brought in from the system and we're just still this disgusting. Like it's, it's crazy. Like man, Teo. Oh, unreal. Underrated player in baseball. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this guy is the most underrated player in baseball. He's about to hit 30 home runs. He's like third in the league in RBIs too, Simon. He's got to run a 900 OPS above 300 hitter average. Like, I don't know much more you can ask for. He's not a great glove, but he's serviceable. He's athletic. He's quick. He'll steal a couple bases. Like, come on, come on. And he's our five hitter. And even like, if you look down the lineup, like even Guriel has Guriel's been getting hot. the best baseball of his entire career recently, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And Kirk's been a pretty reliable catcher hitting wise. He's been, he's been more of a presence than, than Danny Jansen has, has ever been, unfortunately. And um, pickups like Dickerson, pickups like uh, Jake Lamb, a couple Simber. left-handed bats. Yeah, Simber. I'm, I'm more less talking about. Oh, you're lineup. talking about offense. Yeah, My yeah, apologies. yeah. I thought no, we were no. just. Yeah, and I think like two left-handed bats like that. Valera has been playing well at third base. He had some. He had a couple key hits today too. And um, we've missed yeah. Espinal. We've missed like, Espinal. He's been injured. But I don't know if he's going to be playing in any crucial moments with Valera playing no. like this and being a switch bat. So. Um, yeah, Biggio too. Not at all really on our anyone's radar. Not sure where he is injury wise. Buffalo. Buffalo. Is he rehabbing right now? Yeah. Okay. So even having him back like for the playoffs is is good as like a situational guy, a left handed bat, could come up with a couple big plays to spark the guys. But um Simon, I do have a question for you. I have an answer. All right, so the Jays have three series remaining. Whose play over the next nine, ten games is the most crucial? And this is, I'm saying over the next nine, ten games. It needs to be like there each and every game. And I know this Dude, is I like was going to ask vague. you. No, no. I was going to ask you a similar question, but different. Okay. But I'll ask you that after, after okay. we. Okay. Engage in, engage in some discourse here because I think we will. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, hold up here. I'm going to say Bo Bichette. May I ask why? Uh, yeah, uh, you can. So, <laughs> as of recent, Vladdy, without saying, has had a fantastic season. Oh my gosh, I sound like Mark Buck Martinez when he says season. Do you know how frustrating that is when he says it's the season? He like emphasizes the like the EA. Um, it makes me so mad. Um <laughs> but Bo is like incredibly streaky as a batter. And like when he like when he misses, like it's not it's not close. He's yeah. it's either just completely missed or 
or it's a nice little tap back to like the second baseman. And the top of our lineup is so offensively potent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We've got Springer, which I think that's the person you're going to say, by the way. Um, we've got Springer. Who's who's second? So oh, Simeon, my goodness, I'm an mm-hmm. idiot. Mm-hmm. Simeon, Vladdy, right? And so those 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 three. Well, Springer's been a little bit off, but Simeon and Vladdy often are getting on base consistently, right? Very good at it. Yep. Um, Bo is in, as I said, streaky, right? And so we need consistency. You the 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 connotation that i took from your question which is you need to say every game they need to be there for for the rest of the game i i think bo's play is really really important because if he's hitting the way that he can hit i think we i think our danger offensive danger increases significantly yeah i'd think? agree i'd agree with you i think that's that's totally fair and i think he's he's pretty hot right now so I'm not too worried about his play, but I definitely think he is crucial, especially especially at a premium position again, like shortstop. Like at the end of the day, some close games, especially in this time of year, come down to some of the nitty gritties, right? Yeah, defense being one of them, and having a guy up the middle that's like playing his butt off is is pretty big um, for a team like the Jays, who you know are an offensive first team. So if they can you know add another piece going right into the playoffs, I think. Is, is definitely a guy to watch. But yeah, you're right. My uh, my pick is Springer. Um, I would love to see him come out of this DH role into the center field role because I'm fairly sick of Randall Kirchner in the lineup at this point in the year. And as good, like, like I don't know. I said Dickerson and, and Lamb are great pickups, but I don't want them starting in the outfield every game in the playoffs, right? I want George Springer to start edging into that elite center fielder defensively as well as offensively kind of mold that we know him in so i think if he can get hot with the bat and if he can start you know moving into that outfield role too i think that's absolutely huge um because at the end of the day you want your guys at the end of the season firing on all cylinders so that when you go into that everyone's where they need to be well and also jacob by having springer in the dh role that handcuffs the dh spot mm-hmm. right so we can't um can't play around use with that, that. exactly we, we have no flexibility mm-hmm. with so that for example because, yeah exactly Sorry. for example i was just gonna say like say Ryu starting and we know for a fact Ryu pitches well to jansen but kirk's been swinging a hot bat mm-hmm. you just take kirk out of the lineup for that game or do you you know keep kirk in that catcher and maybe watch Ryu fall apart again so yeah, it's just one of those small things that I think, you know, would really help this team down the stretch is, is Springer returning to center field and not just hitting. Obviously, him in the lineup at the end of the day is the main, main goal. Um, I just think this team is far, far better with George Springer in the outfield. 100%. The team also becomes much better looking as a team. Well, Randall and- Gritchick is a good looking man. Man, the Jays are sexy. Yeah. Okay. They I are. I, I Simeon. Think, yeah, he's a he's a good looking man. Bo Bichette. Self confidence. 
Yeah. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, what was your question that was similar but different? Um, I'm going to take more of a pessimistic mm. approach because mm. that's what you do it's what the it's what the leafs it always comes back to leafs. that's my the toronto sports fan in me who are you most worried about in these last crucial games in late september right so in contrast right to your question who who needs to you know perform but who are you who are you most concerned about i have a very clear answer I think you're gonna say what the person that I'm thinking, but you're also like a huge fan of this player too. So I, I don't know who do, who are you most worried about, Jacob? Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's Ryu. You can say that. Um, he hasn't been himself recently, obviously, and I don't know. I don't know what to think about it too much, Simon, because a lot of people say it was because he used substances. Now that they've cracked down. He's not as good and. I don't want to believe that, Simon. I don't want to. And so I still think he's he's a top-end pitcher. And it's it's really nice, though, this year to have such good starting pitching around him that you don't need to rely on him uh, for, like, one big game in the playoffs, right? Like we did last year. And I was really hoping, like, having surrounding starting pitching like this quality would take a little bit of pressure off him, you know, make him a little more potent when he has his games because you're going from Barrios to Manoa to Ray to um, Ryu. And that's like, you're seeing all these arm slots, you're seeing all these velos. And then I was hoping, you know, with him in there, there'd be an opportunity to kind of fly under the radar and dominate. But it just hasn't been that recently. So I mean, and his overall season stats are are not terrible. They're obviously not ace material, they're more like fourth, fifth starter material. And that's what I but just, I want to be explicitly clear. I want to be explicitly clear here. I think he is like the fourth best pitcher on the Jays right now. Um, Let's list them off. I know. I know. Ray? I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Ray Barrios, Manoa, Ryu. And Ryu. I would say so at this yeah. point in time, you're right. But I still think he has to be an important part of the rotation if we go I, into a five year series. To be. Absolutely. I still I would still take him in a start over Steven Maddox. Oh, and stripling, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think and while those guys have had their moments, I like I think maybe if you need them for mid relief, like say Ryu start goes bad and you need someone to eat a couple innings, like third to the sixth inning, yeah. Matt stripling, perfect guy for that situation. But I don't really want them starting like any playoff game i'd still much rather have ryu because he's been there body of work right i've said that a lot on the show but body of work shows ryu is is a good pitcher and i for most of the season still held on to the like this claim that he was still the ace of the jays i can no longer really hold on to that unfortunately uh with ray's season and and adding burrio so that's tough and I assume you also had Ryu as your as your pick for this question. Is there anything you want yeah. to add to to what I said about him? Um, or did I hit all the did I hit all the right spots for you? No, you, yeah, wow. Um, 
I'm going to let you analyze the as the pitcher of the elite Ontario University baseball. Uh, I'm going to leave that to you. Um, one last thing before we move on from the Jays. Is Tropicana Field the worst baseball field in baseball? I think it's second worst. I think the Oakland Coliseum is the worst. But yeah, how can how can an elite team such have as the like Rays no money? Yeah, have no money. No one goes to the games, right? I I was watching. I was watching the the game today on on television, and they did like a wide angle camera view of the stadium, and like the five hundreds were completely empty. I'm like, oh, interesting. They probably doing what the Rogers Center's done, right? They're just you know they've just closed They're it. No, nope, they weren't closed. They weren't closed. They weren't closed at all. There were a couple of people up there. Those those those, those big those diehards race supporter fan. Yeah, what? What what a commendable job this race team has done in such unfortunate circumstances. It's actually just so really wild that they're this good. It's That's wild. what I'm saying. In like that environment, I just feel like if I played at the trop, I'd need to take like a shower after it just feels gross even if like i went to a game there i just and granted it's in florida and florida is a, a little icky of in its of and in itself um it's just awful and like bad things happen there for the jays yeah they Do you think there. I, it, it yeah it's I cursed think it's like i feel like like the mood in the trop just gives people Voodoo. A sort of depression you know yep. like the lighting yep. the surrounding yep. like you're imagine being in tampa bay you know right off the gulf coast yep and your stadium is completely indoors with like this yep. crappy fluorescent yep. lighting you know yep, yep. it's like ha- half suck. like half of the right field is lit up by the tropicana sign the orange light of yeah. the sign i've never been but you don't really need to. It's not like something I think people put on their. No, I, I I know what it would. Yeah. What I think the most defining factor to me, as I'm picturing walking into that stadium, is the smell. Mm-hmm. And I think the smell is a mixture of sea salt because of the the ocean. Yeah. Sweat. Mm-hmm. Disappointment which I don't know how you define that, but I'll leave that up to the, yeah. to you all listeners and sunscreen, you know, that smell of, of sunscreen. Yeah. 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 I want to say the smell of boiling hot dogs. I don't think they grill yep, their hot dogs yep, there. Yep, I think they exactly. boil them. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's, it's not exciting, which is 
yeah. on brand with them, right? So, yeah. When was the last time they replaced their turf? Like, at least, like, I get it. Fans, we here in Toronto have turf as well, but at least, like, we ponied we up the money and too. replaced it this year. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like something... it's, like, 1970. I agree. And, and there's something weird that, like, they're almost the same field right the trough and and the roger center because you know they can both be fully roofed um is roofed a word they can both be fully covered no i think roofed is a it would be a word okay well anyways they're fully covered and they have turf yet there's just some feel about the roger center that greatly surpasses the vibes you get from tropicana Intangibles, right? Intangibles, even when it the comes to the arena. Intangibles. Arenas. So, Simon, uh, let's let's uh, let's do let's do some hot takes. We haven't done those in a while, so I'd like I missed to hear the hot takes. Yeah, I missed the hot takes. We're going to transition out of the Jays for a bit. Um, I want to hear three hot takes you have for this upcoming Raptors season. First one. Raps are making the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, that could be that's a hot like, take. That could be a hot take. Like I don't think medium, a lot of people... That's like a medium... Yeah. Could go either way type warm take. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that the league... Sorry, can I extrapolate of my takes? Absolutely. Or do I want to just list them off? Like, how do you no. want to structure these segments? Yeah, you give a take. Give me a rationale. I'll tell you what I think okay. of that take. Perfect. Okay. I think the league severely underappreciates how good this team is. And when I say league, I'm I'm referring to like Raptors fans as well. Everything that could have went wrong last season went wrong for the Raptors. Entire season away. Massive COVID-19 breakout. Mm-hmm. Injuries. Yeah, like how many Inter- starters did we have throughout the season? Wasn't it like twenty something? That was not like started for the team, so nuts. Internal conflict with Siakam and Nurse has that been resolved? Apparently, but I, one of my takes he's not he's no longer with the Ooh. Raptors in one of my in, in Ooh, one of my foreshadowing, takes. eh? Um, the you know the. The weight of Lowry eventually leaving, I think, definitely impacted the team. Masai's uncertainty. I, I just think it was just a really bad year for everything to do with the Raptors. And I think, granted, they underperformed significantly. I, I really think that this year, coming back, and they also had Aaron Baines playing minutes in, in yeah. an nba game that that alone enough. should That's enough. put things in perspective that last season was a write-off but we are here they are coming home they have the fourth overall pick who is fantastic he looks like a second og to me just like a little he, bit taller i don't know why people are saying he's the next jordan i i, I haven't heard that I haven't, but I'm okay with it. 
Um, so yeah, I'm I'm saying Raptors are making the playoffs. I'm not. I don't know where we're going in the playoffs, but I think we're making the playoffs. I don't think that's good for the team. I think we need to be bad this year. Okay. To get another draft pick. Okay. But I think we're gonna be good. Second take. Van Vliet All Star. He's got to take a step forward because he's a, like he's a star right now. But he is not an all-star and he's not a superstar. So, Jacob, I want I want to push back here a little bit. Push me. I think that Lowry inhibited Van Vliet's opportunity to take this step forward that he does need to take. I agree. And I think he's most definitely going to take it this upcoming season mm-hmm. um do you not see him the... as an all-star simon it's just the east sorry the nba in general but the east too is just loaded man with talent like just looking across the board you got Kyrie irving james harden right those are likely going to be your starters um and then you have guys that are just like recently becoming stars like studs like you look at guys like trey young you look at guys like zach levine and now demar Derozan's here too and i'm sure i'm missing people simon but that's just like it's just at this point and this is before the season started so don't come for me if he does become an all-star i'm not saying he's not possible but you need to see it another jump for him to be an all-star because of the talent that as of right now i still think is ahead of him Is that fair, or do you, so you just think that's yeah? A you're take? you're a Van Vliet hater, but that's okay. I'm not we'll a, revisit I just this. Said I'm that. gonna clip this. I'm gonna clip this. I'm gonna clip this, and we'll revisit this. Okay. The last take, which I think is probably the hottest of them all, is Siakam is getting traded. Yeah, that's that's not to me. That's not super hot. I could see, and I was thinking about this today. I saw a post on Sportsnet. I think they said, "Who would you trade for Ben Simmons to come to the Raptors?" And I said, "I think I can entirely see a trade where Siakam and like Simmons are traded straight up for each other." And I know people have hard opinions on both of them, but I think they have a similar impact on the game in terms of. Like they obviously have different impacts, but I think how much the impact the game is fairly similar. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind trading Siakam if there's a good return. Obviously, I'm I'm just not. You're not sold a on believer. him being, yeah. Right, and it's, it's it's just excuses. A, a quote that I have here is he recently did an interview with the Times. And he says, I had the max contract, but I never really felt like I was the guy, to be honest. And I think those conversations are happening right now. And I think he's referring to like Lowry being that guy or whatever. Okay. I don't agree with that quote. I think we gave him a lot of opportunity to be that guy for us. 
And I think he was unable to handle that. You know when it was... No disrespect to him because he's been good for us, but he hasn't been. No, full disrespect. Oh, okay. Sure. Full disrespect. What are you saying you're not... You're not performing because you felt that you didn't have notoriety on a team what is that what like what is that and that's insecurity the, that's what that is uh, for sure 100 percent excuses that's what that's what i'm that's what i'm reading it's that, that that's what this quote is telling me and you in my mind he he the even the idea the the perception of Siakam being the guy vanished in the bubble during the Celtics series. Choke. Collapse. Disappointment. That was over one season ago. I don't know. I don't know. know. Whoa, 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 whoa. He wasn't that bad last season. Was he, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't he wasn't the guy, granted, but he wasn't as bad as he was in the bubble. No, last and I'm season. not saying that like that moment I'm just saying that moment told me that he what he isn't that guy for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what? He he thinks he thinks he can impact the game like Lowry can. Come on. He should have Come been. He, realistically, he should have been impacting the game more than Lowry did last season. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but right. but, but 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 he wasn't given the gold star by game. the team, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, and I th- I don't know the the total story behind him and Nurse's uh, falling out. I don't know if you do. Apparently, they're chill now. I don't know the reason why. He was spicy. P got a little bit spicier. Um, Stop. <laughs> but I, I apparently they're fine. That's from Masai. I, I don't know what what happened though. Apparently it was pretty serious though. Like apparently there was some like pretty belligerent behavior coming from Siakam. That's unfortunate. That's too bad. So. Yeah, so his season last year put up twenty one and a half points a game. He had uh, over one steal a game. He had four and a half assists per game, just over seven rebounds a game. He shot um, disappointing. He, I don't know. Like his field goal percentage was forty five percent, taking seventeen shots a game. I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he is. I just don't think he is a guy that can the take guy. you far. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know if he can develop into a guy that can take you far. So You know who I think is going to be the guy for this team in a couple of years? You say Scotty? Scotty. I just take. feel like he has, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, uh, the intangibles, intangibles that yeah. can just will a team to a win a playoff berth, a playoff series win. I really think we've got a special player here. So I, I'm, I'm feeling a little underwhelmed from 
my takes, Jacob. Hopefully your takes are a lot more hot. I guess. What what are your Raptors takes? Yeah, so I, I you know me, I like to come in with the hot stuff. So um one of my takes was similar to Siakam take, and I kind of said it earlier. I said I think the Raptors should trade Simmons for Siakam. I know I just kind of hinted at that, but I really do think people disrespect Simmons. I think Simmons is a higher quality player than Siakam, and I think he can do more for the team. And even like I know he can't shoot a jump shot, but like if you surround him with shooters, it shouldn't be a problem. And then if you look at the defensive end, see, like Ben Simmons is regarded like as a top three defender in the league. He was a finalist last year. And then pair him with OG and Scotty and Freddie. Come on. Like, come on. Tell me a defensive lineup better than that. No, I think that's really strong. And I also think that Simmons' stock right now is really, really low. It's low, right? It's low. So I'm saying if you want to give up Siakam now, do it sooner rather than later. Because Simmons, he said he doesn't want to play. So his stock is about as low as it can possibly be right now. Like, no one's interested in him because A, he had a terrible ending to the season. And B, he, he has a sucky attitude right now. Like, and the media attention is the like media the media attention is just thriving is, is on that him. stuff, right? Yeah. And I think it's a little overbearing on him. Like, I, I feel like he has some unwarranted disrespect. Um, obviously, I know he can't shoot. He had a tough playoffs. Still think he's, he's what? He's young as he's like 24, 25, Simon come on he's not even in his prime yet so anyways i think that's a possibility we should explore what's what's your confidence in that like do you actually think this could it's happen it's not high i think yeah i think there's maybe like a 10 percent chance it happens if i had to put it somewhere but i think they should okay. be looking into it more okay um like another it. take i had was that goran Dragic stays with us and has a great year Oh, another name I mentioned in wow. the defensive thing. Um, Precious Achua is a beast. He's like a, he's like an OG type player. So, man, I don't know much about him. I hear great things on yeah. like from Raptors he's like, Twitter. He's just the type of player you know Masai loves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they had a they had a relationship from yeah. like I think uh, Giants, uh, whether Africa. it was Giants or something. Yeah, they they knew each other previous to him coming. Yeah, I think he played for. I, he was in the Olympics or something, and I remember yeah, he played like, for Nigeria. Story. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Nigeria, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic, cool. I'm super excited. Seems like he mm-hmm. was in. He played in. Was it summer league? Did he play in summer league at all? I don't think so. I think he did. did uh, he? I don't I think pay he did. I'm pretty league, sure he did. Okay, it was well, the only thing on that in <laughs> Olympic like swan diving or something. So I picked that. Uh, okay, but yeah, I think. So uh, you think? You think Dragic's going to stay? I think he's going to stay. I, I feel like he kind of fits a mold. Like, he's a similar... I think he's in a similar stage of his career as Lowry, whereas, like, he's that vet, he's a point guard. And I know he said those things about not wanting to really stay in Toronto. And I don't love that, and it's not a great introduction to him. But if you look at his career... No, he's going to get booed on opening night. Yeah, and I think that's brutal. Like, we got we to gotta not do that. But, <laughs> like, seriously, like, come on. Um... I think he has the ability to be like a Lowry type player for us. Obviously not like prime Lowry. I'm saying like last year and a bit Lowry where he's, you know, taking over some games at the end. He's making smart plays. He's getting everyone involved. He's doing things on the defensive end. 
maybe not to the extent Lowry did it, but in a similar role, if that makes sense. So I, I do think the possibility of him having a good season with the Raptors is plausible. My only concern with that, though, is losing out of the potential return that we could get from trading him. Right? Because, like, like, okay, he stays. He stays, right? And let's say that my first take, which I said the Raptors are making the playoffs, does not come to fruition, and we're not a playoff team. The return that we could get for him, I think, could be really, really beneficial. And I think that that outweighs the positives of him staying with the team. Like, do you think when you see when you like when you think of Dragic and, and and where he sits or where he fits in with this team? Do you see? I I view him as just a temporary tr- like piece closer to the trade deadline when the Mavs finally give in and 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 trade for him. That's where I see him. The Mavs, I'm interested to know where do you join, see him? Uh, like, do you do you think he's a player? Yeah, I could see him going to like the Lakers or something. Um, That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like. And like that's a he's a valuable rental. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a guy that you can come off the bench and give you some solid minutes as a, at the point guard position, right? For a playoff, you got so. some uh, intangibles. Who knows? Who... Everything's everything comes back to it, Simon. But <laughs> every, um, every every time. And yeah, my last take um, is that Scotty Barnes wins Rookie of the Year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super confident, man, in Cade Cunningham being a stud. I don't know why. No, he's a flop. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be a flop, but I see him as being no, like, he's a, like flop. a 14 points per game type guy his whole career. And I see. I think I. I think yeah. he's playing in China next year. I don't know. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I think I think yeah. The thing the thing with him, I think he has one element to his game, and I think it's scoring. Same with someone like Jalen Green. Like I think. Yeah there's one element to this game yeah, and they I both agree. play on crap teams. So all you're going to do is score there. Right. And I think at the end of the day, if we can be a playoff team and Scotty Barnes is a starter who puts up gross numbers defensively and, you know, maybe gives us like double doubles each night. I'm down. For that. I am too. And he's super nice. He seems nice and high energy and, Going to be a crowd favorite for sure. Okay. Let's transition over uh, to the lease. I want to... I want to be clear, I think to you and to the listeners. I I am still a Leafs fan. And this will be... This will be my... I'm not going to bash them anymore. Four previous misdoings. I'm still mad. I'm still upset. But my therapist said for for the health of my well-being, I need to let it go. And so that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not going to bring up the collapse anymore. I'm not going to bring it's up the past Marner's now, right? Play. It is, it is, it yep, is, and it's done. and and it's important that I think, guys, I I, I wouldn't want to listen to a podcast where it's just like 
this angry person mad about something that they can't control like that it's done no i think it's entertaining so it's okay if you ever want to do a tangent no it it will happen it will happen when when new games start happening yeah no 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 no. when new things get brought up and when 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 marner just don't want to dwell on it anymore play 100 i'm 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 absolutely gonna bring that up but moving forward i'm not gonna be mad at them for previous things okay that's growth it is and i i just i want i i still like this team i still love this team i'm still i'm very excited about this team Weirdly training camp starts to yeah tomorrow morning at 9 a.m the first round like the first like group goes on the ice at nine um and it's it's gonna be a great year i'm really really excited i think um and i'm still a leafs fan so so go leafs go i i, I hope that clears some things up okay uh jacob you go first for the leafs takes here yeah so um least take i have is that peter morazic uh ends up being a better and more reliable goalie this year than jack campbell so i think at the end of the year come playoff time morazic's gonna be our guy jacob a lot of people should be talking about that. Mm. I people seriously underestimate how good Mirazek is. And as much as I love Jack Campbell, I don't know if he's going to be able to replicate the year that he had last year. I agree fully with that take. Okay. okay. I and I to, to I want to even kind of make it turn up the temperature of it a little no. bit i think it's not even going to be until i think like by all-star break we're we gonna know. like re- we're gonna know like okay mirazik's our starter it's a 1a it's a 1-2 instead of a 1a 1b yeah hope so yeah, i hope I like we it. have a one this year like i think you need a one right so. it didn't really it doesn't really work out yeah. it doesn't really work out right one a, one you, you B, know. Yeah, well and i think like a classic example was Leonard and flurry last year yeah right with like who's the starter for vegas who's not the starter for vegas is it is it liner is it flurry well you're both paying them a lot of money and there's some issues there so yeah i agree i agree i think there has to be a one too and like I, unless... I think it's go ahead no i and i think it's gonna be mirazic for sure yeah yeah fair enough i was just gonna say like unless you have two goalies that are like prime carry price and prime martin Bruder. like i think there's no real point in having two starters in the playoffs so i think you need to have your guy come playoff time we learned yeah. that last well time. and i also the only other time where i would maybe recommend having two starters is if you had like two really young goalies that you just need to develop and you're yeah. like a joke of a team and just like okay yep we're just gonna split the season in half you get yeah. 41 games, you get 41 games type of thing. So, And injuries uh, happen, right? So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because Freddie was the number right. one going into last year, right? Um, yeah, so number two. Um, this I know this one you're not going to like. I don't think Nick Robertson does much. I don't okay. think he's a high-impact player. I think he kind of has his moments, but I don't think he's someone you're like, that's special and again no disrespect to him i just i just 
I haven't seen a lot of him, so I feel like that's maybe the reason I'm saying this because a lot of people say he's going to be a stud, but uh, I just don't. I don't know. I feel like he's just getting overhyped, and I I like to set myself up for failure, as you'll see from my Vladimir Guerrero Jr. take. I like to set myself up so that they can prove me wrong instead of you know all the way around where they prove me wrong. Jacob is, Vla- is Vladdy the problem? Is is Vladdy the problem? <sighs> um, so, yeah. No. I- Robertson's a really interesting player because I think he's too good for the AHL, but I agree. I don't think he can make an impact at the NHL yet. I don't, it's going to be, I'm, I think that's one of the most interesting storylines that I'm going to be watching for in training camp is how does this organization view Nick Robertson? Where are they looking at him where are they seeing him are they seeing him as a player that is going to play primarily in the AHL this year and and, and get some games there or is because he he wants to play for the club he wants to play in the NHL I, I don't know what they're gonna do I don't what I don't want to happen is him just getting scratched every game that's not going to do anything. That's not going to help him develop. So, yeah. Do you think? Do you think he's good? Do you think he's going to make an impact in the playoffs, or are you just assessing him as like a I'm saying player as a player? Like I'm looking interesting for interesting. this year. So you don't think he's going to develop into an impact player? I don't know. I have to see him play this year because this year people say like, oh, potential color Calder guy, right? Yeah, I gotta see yeah. something first, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. I get it. I don't I buy it. in. I don't buy in. I don't know if you know this, but I don't buy into hype until I've seen something, right? No. So, um, yeah, that's my thought on that. But my third take, uh, I feel like, I feel like comes in pretty hot. But I feel like, I feel like you'll get on along with this one. I say, if the Leafs by the All Star break are not in a playoff spot, Sheldon Keith is gone. Wow. Or should be gone. Because I think building on that team from last year, we see that we're the best team in the North Division. Okay. I know we're going to the Atlantic, and it's a little more difficult. But still, I think you are you should be a top three team for most of the season. And by yes, like late February, you need to be in that race at least. Right? And if we're not there, see a Keith. I agree. I agree. Um. I think the least got to be short for him. It's got to be because we're in our window. Man, I, th- right I now. think, I think the leash is short with that entire front office. Like I guarantee you, Bell and Rogers went in. Well, MLSE, right? Yeah. I guarantee you, MLSE went to Dubé, uh, Shanahan and was like, "Hey, if you don't do something this next season." Not only are you gone, but this entire philosophy, the Shanna plan, as they call Kyle, it, is just analytics gone. Gone. Everything's gone. Everything like the entire house is Back gone. And Luke. I guarantee you that um and I hate this. I think Nylander's getting traded. See, which I be- was talking to someone about that and they thought 
Nylander wouldn't get traded, even though I said he would be the one to get traded. He would be the one to get traded. 100%. You can't, you can't trade JT. No move. No. You're not trading Austin Matthews. No. That's dumb. Marner, Marner. Yeah. Well, you can't. Marner, like Marner's contract's... Gosh. No one's taking that. And so. Nylander's a fantastic player where you can get assets from. Four. Right? Um, but yeah. I def well, I, some some shakeup is going to have to be done if by Ulster break we're, we're not in a playoff spot. We should definitely be in a playoff spot come um, late February. So easy, easy. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, cool. Let's Very hear good. yours. So I some I, I'm no trying to thing, just come out. No, 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 it's not privacy. It's just like, these are positive takes. These are positive. I wasn't negative here. Oh, you weren't negative. So no, I I'm trying to be, I know what, I know it gets the listens and it gets the clicks, but I want to be positive at least to start. Watch, watch the next podcast. We record on Monday, next Monday. It'll be after a preseason game. I'll want to trade everybody in like one preseason game. I want to, I'll watch, just watch. But for now, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, first thing is I think Matthews is going to score 55 goals over, over 55 goals, over, 55. um, over 55. I think he's going to hit, hit over 55. Um, the reason why a couple of things he played the major, this, he's had a wrist issue since like February, 2019. And it got like severely aggravated when he got checked from behind in, in a game last season. And he still won the Richard. But like not a close margin. This guy is the best goal scorer in How the game. How many again right did he now. have? 45? 46. Because I remember, yeah, he almost had like a goal per game, right? Which is it was nuts. It was nuts. Um, I want to find this out, but I, I, I think now with the injury, right? 41, yeah. 41, 41. Okay. In fifty-two games played, right? So yeah. maybe that's yeah. where we're getting because he had yeah. some games off because of his wrist, and so he had the surgery. It, it it it's corrected. He's healthy. I really think that this he's going to go off this year, even more so than in previous years because now he's healthy. Yeah, and he's he's like pretty much in his prime at this point, right? Like he's he's in his mid twenties oh, yeah. now, so he has that experience. He still has that youth. He's got that fresh wrist. I could see him having I a think, career year. I think. I think so. It'd be fantastic. Back to back Richard uh, trophies. I'm here for that. Marner scores 30 goals for the first time in his career. That's my second take. You think you think Marner scores 30 goals? I do. I'd say I say in between 20 and 30. So his top is 22 in 2017-2018. However, he had 20 goals in 55 games last season. So, like, and in terms of like a 
they go How many playoff game. goals did he have? Jacob, I, we're not talking about that. I said we're not talking about that. Why would you bring that up? Why? Why? <laughs> um, here, rattled. <sighs> thrown off. 20 she, goals in 50 she, games? The therapist taught me this breathing technique that I have to do. Um, I think he's going 30. I think he's going to pot 30. That's a lot of production from one line. A lot. We, we pay. Yeah. You pay them 25 million, like $22 together, million dollars so. a year to do that. I would want a lot of production. Yeah. Who do we, I who agree. are we putting with them this year too? Man, that Nick? is the question. No. Bunting. I, I would put Bunting with okay, okay. and then put Richie. I don't know. I don't know. I need to see I need to see some some action first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um okay. and the third with the the hottest of them all. Leafs are winning the Stanley Cup this upcoming season. And and end it. End it right now. End it. End the show. We gotta end on that. We gotta do it. Right? We gotta end on that. Um Yeah. I feel like they're doing we it. We can't get into 22. this. We can't get into this right now. We can't get into this right now. I love that you're thinking like that though. I love that for you. I'm end blinded. The- you are. Alright, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your day, night, wherever you're listening to me. Talk to you later.